Live from the Paragon 7 Studios, you are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. You guys remember Unsolved Mysteries? It used to air on NBC way back in the day. If you grew up in the 80s like me. Yeah, Robert Stack. It was scary AF. Like you 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 had characters on Unsolved Mysteries. I'm still scared. They they air reruns with Dennis Farina on Unsolved Mysteries. And I'm still scared. Bleepless. By the serial killers roaming around British Columbia and Idaho and Eastern Washington. I'm scared. I'm scared of the the grifters that come into your house, ski mask on in the middle of the night, even though even though that was like San Diego and, and that was that was 25, 30 years ago. I'm still scared of those people. Like I'm afraid. Lance J sleeps with the with the. I've talked about this before. Lance J sleeps with the with the with the chopper. I stay with the chopper, man. I'm 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 telling you, I'm not playing no games, man. I've I've talked about that before. Just, you you come into my crib, you're gonna get blamed. You gonna be on unsolved mysteries. They'll be like, yo, Pookie and Ray Ray, they was out robbing people and they was they was doing stuff and. And they went out on a job and nobody ever saw them again. And that's because they came to Lance J's house and Lance J doesn't sleep a lot. And Lance J always has a chopper with him at the crib. But unsolved mysteries, all jokes aside, unsolved mysteries, forensic files, city confidential, all of these, all of these, all of these television shows that, that depict crime and depict UFOs. I think the thing about Unsolved Mysteries with the UFOs that was real ill. They had the one and I'm all over the map before I get into the actual cover story. They have their UFO series, right? And so there's one thing, I think the guy was the the boss in like Belgium or Germany or somewhere like that. Now he's he's hiking and I like to hike, especially when I lived in, in the Northwest. He's into to mile six of a hike. <laughs> he sees a UFO. This is this full disc UFO. And it's just, it's funny how cultures are different. I'm going to say culture. I'm not going to make it racial, but they're just different cultures. When the people attached to the culture that I grew up around, if we're out hiking and we see a UFO, we're probably immediately going to turn around and walk in the other direction. This UFO in Unsolved Mysteries landed. Like, it was landed. Like, it's just out in the woods. UFO is just landed out there. It's in, it's in park. And this man, this, this Belgian man, he thought that it was a good idea to walk up on the UFO and touch the UFO. And then allegedly, he touched the UFO, and the UFO took off, burning him, giving him third-degree burns all over his body. 
I assume that that manifested in other health complications. This, this is like from 1989. But if I see a UFO, man, I guarantee you, if I'm driving on the street and I see a UFO landed, I'm up late, and there's a UFO in front of my house in Hendersonville, Tennessee, I can guarantee you that I will not be getting out of my car to see what happens next. I am fortunate and blessed to drive a car that goes really fast. I'll be putting up some Mario Andretti numbers, getting the bleep out of there. Now, if they suck me in to the UFO vortex, I can't do anything about that because anybody that can get here from light years away, they're smarter than us, right? They can, they can get to us if they want. It's like Independence Day. If they could get here from 30 light years away, we're not going to be able to shoot them down with a Scud missile. That doesn't that doesn't make any sense. There's, there's nothing that our great four-star generals are going to be able to do to defeat a, a race of beings that came here from zillions and zillions of miles away. Like, that's just not going to happen. They're, they're smarter than us. They win, we lose. Why am I opening the show? With unsolved mysteries and and the the the, the paranormal is because some things are some things are funny, but some things are scary. I'm reading from DallasNews.com, the Dallas Morning News. QAnon supporters gather in downtown Dallas. This is from a week ago, expecting JFK Jr. to reappear. Some believe the reappearance of John F. Kennedy's son, who died in a plane crash in 1999, will bring about the reinstatement of Donald Trump as president. Sources, scores, excuse me, of QAnon believers gathered last Tuesday afternoon in downtown Dallas in the hopes that John F. Kennedy Jr. would appear heralding the reinstatement of Donald Trump as president. The supporters first gathered Monday night last week in downtown Dallas around 1 p.m. Tuesday, there were several hundred people near the Daily Praza where President John F. Kennedy was assassinated in 1963. His son died in a plane crash at age 38, but some supporters of the QAnon conspiracy theory believe that he has spent the last 22 years in hiding. I'm not trying to be crass about that. So I won't even say what I was going to say. I was going to say that he's hiding in the Atlantic Ocean, but I'm not even going to say that because that's that's in poor taste. And this is not a show that's in poor taste, nor do we make light about people who have, who have perished in plane accidents, because it's not funny. They think that, but what is funny? They think that John F. Kennedy Jr. will reappear at the plaza before midnight Tuesday, which was last week. One post from a widely followed QAnon social media account said that after Trump was reinstated as president, he would step down and JFK Jr. would become president. Then former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn would be appointed, Michael Flynn would be appointed as his vice president, and Trump would ultimately become the King of Kings, according to Newsweek. King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Now, if you grow up with me and you're singing the aliens, you're singing choirs, and you're singing church choirs, you know the concept of King of Kings. Now, you have the boss of bosses. I think Lucky Luciano is the boss of bosses. I think that I think that that Michael Corleone was the boss of all bosses, the 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 E two D copy, however is pronounced in Sicilian. But Trump, I find that to be the funniest part. That Trump will be the king of kings. So he's Trump won't even be the president anymore. He's a he's above being the president. He will be the king of kings, and then four years later he will be elected to God status, where he'll be immor, immortal. 
He will put on the cloak of immortality. He will never die. President Trump will live to be 960 plus years like Methuselah in the Bible. Reigning forever in New Jerusalem, in his kingdom above, for those that are raptured, QAnon followers, Fox News listeners and watchers, Breitbart supporters, OAN supporters, they will all be cheering as the holy city descends upon the earth. Now, I looked this up because I was like, this has to be a manufactured story. This has to be a Stephen A. Smith lying about Damian Lillard saying that he knows that Damian Lillard wants to go to New York. Just like he said he knew that Kawhi Leonard was going to the, to the, to the Lakers. A lot of these prognosticators are just making stuff up, allegedly. Because I don't want to get sued. It's my opinion that they're making stuff up. And people love to do whatever they have to do to get clicks, to get watches, to get likes. Whatever they're doing in this business, in this media industry, we can stoop to certain levels. So I thought that whoever printed this story, I was like, this isn't a real story. It's got to be manufactured news. can't be real news. So I started looking it up. I actually started going to some of the, the websites that the, that the Q's post on. And unfortunately, this is a real story. There are actually people in the United States of America, the most, one of the most developed countries in the world, the richest country in the world, country that's been to the moon, allegedly, country that, that has, that invented the, the, the cotton gin and, and invented the, the T-model Ford and invented the, 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 not much of the Chagrin Society, invented the atomic bomb, Space travel, I don't know, would be the first to perfect time travel and interstellar travel, whatever, whatever, whatever Jeff Bezos and Richard Branson have cooked up. There are people in this country that believe that John F. Kennedy Jr., who is actually a Democrat, which is ironic, is still alive, A. B, is showing up at the site of his father's assassination, C, like in the Bible, his presence and second coming will usher in the reign of Donald Trump as the king of the world. People actually believe this in the United States of America. If that doesn't scare the living hell out of you, I don't know what would scare the living hell out of you. Lance J. Show. If you're a man, you don't cry about it. You take life, the ups and downs. If you're a real man, you never go down, you just stay up. That's why I'm the world champion. That's why this sport coat costs $800, and that costs 200 And I don't know what that costs, I'd be ashamed to wear it. That's why I'm wearing lizard shoes and a Rolex watch, and I got a limousine sitting out there a mile long with 25 women just dying for me to go, woo! Because I'm the world champion, sucker. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. This is Lance J, a.k.a. the Paragon of Sports Talk Excellence, a.k.a. the Heisenberg of Broadcast Radio, a.k.a. the Wolf of Wall Street. Listen to the Lance J Radio Network weekdays at 7 p.m. on Urban One's flagship 1450 WOL in Washington, D.C., and presented by our partners at Episource, the industry leader in healthcare analytics and Medicare Advantage quality products. It's time to switch to T-Mobile. 
Right now, pay zero cost when you do. Keep your number and keep your phone. We'll even pay it off. Only at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G. James Lewis. I love guns, just for the record. I'm all over the, the map today. I, I love guns. One thing about me, a lot of people don't know. Um, if you see me in Nashville, there is a 99.9% chance that I'm armed. Because in, in Nashville and in Tennessee, you can you can carry concealed. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. I always got the toast on me. I'm not a thug. I live in a gated community. I'm not trying to be a tough guy, but I but I always have a gun on me. I always have a burner on me. All the time. Because it's legal. It's my right as an American to got the, to, to have the strap. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon, Paragon. Seven. Seven. Studio. Welcome to Just John and April, the relationship podcast, your place to level up your relationship. In today's episode, double standards. Oh. <laughs> okay. And of course, the word of the day. Word of the day. Lance J Radio yes. Network. So excited to be here with Lance as usual. Yep. Always. So, babe, you found a story this week that was very interesting. I believe Sex in the City is coming back. Mm-hmm. And Sarah Jessica Parker is in the news this week. Uh, yeah. So it says here, um, Sarah Jessica Parker slams misogynist criticism about her appearance on And Just Like That. I think that's the title of the show. And, you know, <laughs> it's crazy, man. I mean, I know that celebrities are criticized by their appearance and stuff like that. But this, to me, is just like... Wow. This is a problem to you. It is. It's a problem to me. Um, So I'm going to read to you what she said, Mm -hmm. and then this will kind of give you the basis as to why this is an issue. Okay. Okay? You ready? Yes, I am. So it says, uh, there's so much, and this is Jessica Parker's quote. Sarah Jessica Parker's quote. She's talking. Yes. Okay? There's so much misogynist chatter Mm -hmm. in response to us that would never happen about a... Man, and Did that's she say it like she that? It. Yes. <laughs> it says the actress told Vogue, emphasizing each word. Okay. She said, gray hair, gray hair, gray hair. Mm. Does she have gray hair? Mm. I'm sitting with Andy Cohen, and he has a full head of gray hair, mm. and he's a squit exquisite. Mm. Why is it okay for him? I don't know what to tell you people. Okay, so basically, sounds like people are are comparing mm-hmm. Sarah Jessica Parker to the way she used to look when Sex and the City was on at mm-hmm. first and how she looks now. Right. And they're she's talking clearly, about her, she has aged. Yes. She, they're talking about her gray hair. They're okay. talking about her wrinkles. Ooh. I mean, what do they expect? Do they mean, expect her to just stay looking young for the rest of her life? Like, really? I mean, <laughs> is, is it? I guess they feel like you are a celebrity so you need to just go under the knife and get all them wrinkles taken away. So so and then that's you a, look end up looking like some that's, crazy that's, person. That's another thing though. So yeah. is that what they're talking about? And if that's what they're talking about, then is that even more misogynistic because mm. a female actress is required to wow. continue to change her appearance wow. 
in order to stay in the business while a male actress can get old and it's no problem. In fact, he is more stately and, yeah, and, 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 and love, regal. Let me tell you something. I love me some Sean Connery. Right. Sean okay. Connery's old as dirt. <laughs> <laughs> and I always loved looking at him as an old man. Right. With like, all that gray hair. Exactly. He right. looked great. Mm-hmm. And it's really sad, but so do you think? This hold on, is do you, true. Do you, okay, this is so true. so do okay. you think there's actually a double standard then? Yes. So there's definitely a double standard in Huge. Hollywood, and and do you think that it is warranted in some way? Like, I want you to answer the question honestly. Now, don't don't just tell, <laughs> seriously. Don't just tell me what you want to say because you want to sound like a feminist yeah. woman or something yes, like that. Yes, yes. And mm-hmm. I said feminist on purpose. Yes, not I'm feminist. feminist. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay, so feminist. You're you know mm-hmm. you're automatically going to want to say that's not fair. But but tell me, tell me why you think. Things are the way they are because things are the way they are for a reason, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, and well, I, ha- I, think, I have I my opinion. That, and I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying I have my opinion. Right. I just think that people expect women to keep this look, whatever it is, this young look. That's mm-hmm. especially in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, they expect the women to stay looking fresh mm-hmm. and young. Mm-hmm. For some reason, men, they don't even have to have makeup on. Like, it doesn't matter. I mean, they can literally look hideous, and it, it's not even going to be talked about. You know what I'm saying? They're going to continue to get roles. They're going to continue to be, you know, uplifted. They can get work. They easily. can get work. Yeah. But when the women, I mean, you've seen this. When women start getting older in, in, in Hollywood, it takes a lot for them to get a gig. Mm. And I'm saying, like, what in the world? They're still good actresses. Like, I don't understand. Actors. Um, and... That bothers me because now, do I look at them and say stuff like, man, he's old, man, she's old? Yes, but I do that anyway. I do that to both. (laughs) Like, like, oh, man, he's old. Wow, wow. She's gotten old. Yes. And I think that's going to happen to me as well. Well. It is. I think, you know. At at probably 90. John, I'm just saying, listen, (laughs) somebody's going to say, wow, she's gotten old. It's going to happen. That's just life. Maybe. But here's what. But the problem is. We're not supposed to digress and talk about you. (laughs) But the, rea- the what reality I'm is, is the problem is when it switches and they say, uh, man, she's so gray. Like, mm. it's negative. And, like, you, you know. You think it should be okay he- for them to say that she's old. You don't think it's fair for them to be criticizing her for not changing for her being appearance. Old. I'm because saying because exactly. she could do something about her gray. She could dye her hair so that you don't right. see the gray. And it's also possible for her to, I guess, double up on Botox so you don't see the wrinkles. Listen, that's not going to work. That doesn't work. Okay, <laughs> we point. know that doesn't work. It, it has to do something. People yes, do it. Yes, but at some point, there's a reason why people do Botox, John, right? It's not going to work. Well, it's I'm not going to work. It won't take away it's every gonna wrinkle. It's going to make you look crazy. You right. don't end up looking like what's her name. All right, so let me tell you why I think <laughs> who's what's her name. I forgot the, the lady. One with the, the one with the uh, Botox? Yeah, several, there's a bunch there's of them. several, exactly. Yeah. So, anyway, okay, so here, here's what I think, April. My personal feeling is this. This is a thing for a reason. Mm-hmm. I think the world that Hollywood created was one where women are objectified mm-hmm. and the way that they make money through their movies is by making women into sex symbols. Mm-hmm. And the whole Definitely. idea is that every part of them is perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's necessarily the world that was created for men. And let me let me do it differently. I would say that this is already a man's world, right? Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. we're living in. We're living in a society that is misogynistic True. and that actually favors men True. in every way. There's exactly. no question about no it. No question. And so in my opinion, in mm-hmm. all of these movies, mm-hmm. 
Uh, the woman is there basically to be the sex symbol for the man. The man is the one who, in most cases in these movies, if he's old and has money, he's got young women around him. That's true. That's the that's Very the portrayal true. of every. And then it that's is. and that's the really the thing in Hollywood you see too. These actors they actually have yes. young wives and stuff like that. So whatever. True. So the whole idea is that I, as a man, as long as I have the money, can afford to pay for a woman. Who is young enough? And in fact, they, you know, you've heard that saying before. Um, you know, if you mess up, I'll just trade you in for a, a newer model. Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> Which I don't agree with. I'm just saying that's what people say. You know what wow. saying? So don't look yeah, at me like that. Yeah, because men. I'm not looking at you like that. Yes, you did. No, but a little, little bit, a little exactly. bit, I did. But men can get women. Like, right. I don't care how old you are. Yeah. You can get a woman that's younger than you. Yeah. Either. Yeah. You know, right. it's just that's just the way it is. Here's the I other think, thing. I think Sarah Jessica's just like. Shut up. Right. Like, why are you mentioning this? Like, what do right. you expect me to do? Like, right. that's her question. Like, what am I supposed to do? Right. And I'm, I'm, I'm saying that's true. Like, what is she supposed to do? Is she supposed to go and try her best to make herself look as fake as possible but so that she can be accepted? Now, 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 honestly, let's just be honest. I feel like that's what's already happening. I feel like that's what actresses do. Isn't, isn't that what they're doing? I mean... Isn't that what all the plastic surgery is about and all the Botox and all? I mean, isn't that why they do that? They're trying to make themselves stay as young as possible well, for I as long as possible okay. so they can keep I, working. I think that's okay because I think everybody does that in some form. You know, they want to try to keep their youth. We're all so, trying to, to, so, to, to Especially to be, women. You, you know, know father we want to. We, we do the masks and the yeah. things that take care of our skin. Right. Yes. Yeah. But, and I don't even have a problem with Botox. Right. But I think you can overdo these things and make you look crazy. I so agree. we know that. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I, I feel that you don't have to say anything, though. Like, why are you criticizing her? Now, yeah. like I say, you won't say, oh, she's older. She's mm -hmm. old now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. She knows mm -hmm. that. Okay. Right. But then you start criticizing her because of how she looks and she's on camera with men who's sitting right next to her, looking the exact same way, <laughs> <laughs> and nothing is said about them. So, so Matter tell fact, me, they're exquisite. Right. <laughs> they're so, distinguished. So tell me why you think that's the case. Why do you think it's the case that, that a man can have a head full of gray hair, mm -hmm. a beard full of gray hair, and yeah. wrinkles and all that, and you yourself just said you love you some Sean Connery. Yeah. So, it's the world we live in, right. boo. It just is, okay? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> You know, it just is, and and it's sad, but it ends up that kind of stuff spills over in our relationships. Okay, it so, really does. So this it spills over in your. This everyday is the perfect place stuff. to go with this. This is perfect place to okay. go with this because the reality is there are double standards in our marriages too. True. Right, same so kinds true. of things. Yes, and I wonder if they mimic what we're seeing right now. It does so that's exactly so, what it does. Okay, so so the question is. How do we deal with that in our relationships so that we're not being impacted by Hollywood? How do we make it so that Hollywood does not dominate what's happening in our relationships? So that we're actually, instead of having these same kind of double standards, mm -hmm. we're rising above them. Now, let's think about some actual double standards. Okay, though, so let's think about that. Yeah, in because, relationship. Because in a relationship, I know that women... Mm -hmm. Uh, it's like you they have get, you to won't, look. You won't, you won't get in trouble. Go Listen, ahead, they <laughs> they have to look a certain way. Right. Like even even in a marriage, we have heard this with couples mm -hmm. where the man will talk about how his wife don't look the same like she did when they first started dating. I'm mm. like, your stomach is over your belt. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? So you're but saying you're saying you're saying a, a man fit. can actually end up just losing his body. It's no big <laughs> deal. But but a woman she can't do that. Exactly. The husband's gonna We've be. We've seen it. 
I We've mean, seen men complaining about their wives' weight and their bellies are over the belt. <laughs> okay, like, are you kidding me? <laughs> now, here's we one. We know du- this is true. Babe. Here's one double standard that bothers me. Okay. And uh, and I think you know this is true if you're mm-hmm. going to admit it. Mm-hmm. That is one that wives oftentimes want their husbands mm-hmm. to act like a man. I just put that in air quotes for you on the radio. Mm-hmm. They want your their husband to act like a man and to do the things that are supposed to be done. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, get a take job and provide, trash. take the trash, whatever it is. Or yeah, right. But mm-hmm. the moment the husband says, "I want you to cook," mm-hmm. now she's like. What, right. what I look, what I look like to you? Right. So how, so how come she can demand he be a man, without any repercussion? Listen, we go back to the double but, standards. Okay, so I'm saying these double standards go on both it, sides. It what I'm saying. It goes so on it's both not sides just toward the women. You, you're right, babe. Because as women, we do expect certain things because you're a man. Yes. We do. Yes. And when you expect something towards us because we're women, mm-hmm. we do get offended, and I'm going to tell you why. I feel like, yes, they're both wrong, but But. women have more of a right to have a double standard than men. Why? Because we've been through so much with (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Seriously. (laughs) Like, women have been put as second fiddle for so long that it's like, I think we feel like we can say that and you can't. Right. I'm not saying it's right. right. I'm just telling you why. It's kind of okay? like it's kind of like how white people can't make black jokes, but black that, people can't make white jokes. That's all I'm saying. Right. You know I, what I'm saying? I, I, that's it. I feel that. And I, and, and so I, and and, I, and actually, to be honest with you, yeah. even though that double standard is there, because of the amount of oppression, and I'm not joking. <laughs> no, it's true. Women have gone through oppression and Listen, still are. Listen, we still don't get paid the same that, amount exactly. that we should be getting paid. We still don't get paid equal pay. You're right. That's true. That is. I mean, You're that right. is crazy. You're right. Okay, same job. Matter of fact, a woman could do it better and it doesn't matter. Right. That's, That's true. a problem. Yeah, it is. So because of that, I yeah. can say, you need to do this as a man and I don't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll give you and that. And I feel like women Honestly. should have, should be more respected because, I mean, we got to carry the children. Right. And all of that, right. and then you gonna talk about us for having celly and stretch marks <laughs> and wrinkles <laughs> and gray, and I'm saying, it's cause we birth everyone. Right, that's true. So every, you know, every human being. give us a break. Right, you know what I'm saying? Just say, oh, wow, she looks. What what could you say? Eloquent. Right. Okay, just like men look distinguished, we should look eloquent with our hair right. gray and our wrinkles. I agree with that. That's true. <laughs> you are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. We begin searching for ways to not only feed, not only bridge the access to food, but how can we fight disease? Quite naturally, that required, it was a must that we figure out how to get fresh produce, crisp greens, leafy greens, and fruits and herbs and vegetables directly to the front door of those families that needed it the most. And so, we finally come out with a solution. And we call that Full Cart Fresh. We have teamed up with some of the the greatest people in America, our American farmers. And through working with a collaborative of farmers across multiple states, 
we have created Full Cart Fresh. So imagine this, you're at a farm, the produce is picked and prepared, and it's boxed in a Full Cart Fresh box at the farm. And then through our shipping and logistics uh, program, we ship directly from the farm, directly to the front door of the most vulnerable families in America. We have got families and seniors and children around the country who are hungry and as well as hungry are really managing and coping with serious illnesses and diseases. So come along, help us. Help Feeding Children Everywhere through our Full Cart program and the launch of our new Full Cart Fresh. Help those families in need.